Bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Sketches and chat, papri bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is a mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast and the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants and the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Listener, the results are in and you have officially been announced as dear. Congratulations, dear listener. Make yourself a certificate at home. Absolutely. Pin it on your wall. Write Show it, it on to your friends. Write it on your hand. Yeah, get a tattoo. Get a, get a P-Bam tattoo. Um, well done for joining us on Pappy's Bangers and Mash episode 19. Woo. Well done for almost completing that sentence, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, have we had a hot day of it? Yes, we have. We, we got together. Yes, we did. Um, if um, it's, it's a very sweaty affair. Yeah, this is a quite an exciting episode because this is the episode where Tom and Ben finally get together. <laughs> well, it's a bit like Ross and Rachel and Spoiler alert, it's been, ha- it's, been, it's been going on for the last 18 episodes. It's Will been, they, won't they? Will they, won't they? It's been going on for the last 18 years. It's been bubbling under, but finally we can announce they are to be wed. And we don't want to spoil the ending, but we sent somebody asks a big question. Exactly. When they say, if there's anyone here who's got, who can find just reason for these two to not be wed, I'm there at the back, banging away like... Oh, um, oh, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. You know, like, like in The Graduate. You know. That is some kind of dirty protest. <laughs> me and Colin are making sweet love at the back of the chapel. Holy lordy. Okay, so as always, that's Tom, that's Ben, I'm Matthew. Hello, oh, yeah, I'm Tom. Hello, I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. And uh, welcome to P. Banging away at the back. Welcome to P. Bangers and mash, banging away. Banging, banging, banging. Ba-doop, doop, doop. <laughs> we had a big oh, old hey, chat. Do you, think, do you think anyone's ever banged and listened to this at the same time? Oh, <laughs> dear listeners. There's a challenge. Naughty, naughty. I, challenge is the correct word, Ben. <laughs> challenge is the correct word. So as always, we write, um, or we, we, we chat away at the start. We chat a load of nonsense. Then we write some sketches. And then chat. we mix it all together like bangers and mash. Or, and I don't want to go into a foreign territory, but Toad in the Hole does the same thing, doesn't it? Oh, come on. You can't. Our That's ch- a different podcast. Our chat is mash. It's not batter. Yeah. Well, we've never been batter, dear listener, than <laughs> PBAM19. How you did it start? You believe it. How did it start, Crossbow? Oh, it started with me telling an anecdote. Oh. So you may want to skip ahead three or four minutes. <laughs> joy, oh joy. <laughs> Uh, I want to tell you this, which I've not told you before. You've not told it. You're adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Dad? No, funnily enough, it's not how adopted works. It's always the person who tells it, who breaks it to you, is your actual dad. That's very rare, isn't it? That that the person who gave you up would sharp and go, I'm your... Anyway, listen, that's not what I want to talk about. Although it's connected. It's connected. Oh, really? Are you adopted? No. Are you Tom's dad? No. Right. Have you adopted an accent to tell us this story? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was at a, a big family gathering at my at my girlfriend's house. So my girlfriend and her family were, were all, all together. And uh, my mum was there, my, my dad was there, a lot of uh, other people. By the way, I should say that my mum and dad aren't part of my girlfriend's family. <laughs> yeah, weird. I, should, I should qualify that. But a big, okay. a big uh, gathering. Yeah. What kind of a guy do you turn into around your girlfriend's family? Because do you have that thing where you kind of play a part? You're the boyfriend, aren't you? Um, that's that's the part I play at all times to my girlfriend. <laughs> I don't just do it when her parents are watching. Are you like the joker in the pack? Are you like the guy who can communicate with? They're not the, the Bass family? Street kids. What are you... <laughs> I don't know. 
What what role do you play around your girlfriend's family? Um, like you know the oh, the I was going to say the cool dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I should stop telling them that. Yeah, <laughs> it's what? you show up with your with your collar popped, yeah, with your Bermuda like, yeah. shorts on. You skateboard into the room. <laughs> what about what about you, Clark? What are you like around your girlfriend's family? I'm pretty much how I uh, how I normally am. Sort of half asleep, cool dude. <laughs> I cool bet you coughing. make I bet you make more of an effort when you're around. Um. Oh, hold on. Like, you wouldn't wear that T-shirt that you're wearing right now going to your girlfriend's family's yeah, house. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. I don't dress well, it, up to go to my Well, it depends on what the occasion is. If you're going out for dinner, for dinner obviously you're not going to wear a T-shirt, but, you know, but like if you're going to record a podcast, my, my girlfriend's fine. family are really, really laid back and kind of, they're kind of like cool parents, so I... We've bandied this word cool around quite a lot. Like, can we just, <laughs> Maybe I'm going because I'm the cool dude. Can we just establish that not one of the three of us knows what cool is? <laughs> <laughs> I once wrote down in, my, in the back of my... Uh, book when I was in the sixth form. Which book? Oh, dear. If you want to be cool, then you never will be. And, and I think that's pretty good. truly never will yeah. be. I thought that was pretty cool. You do want to be cool, though, don't you? Well, I thought by writing that, it made me pretty cool. Ah, no, you, you, you've, you've trapped yourself in that, though, haven't you? I was Schrodinger's cat. You were both cool and not cool at the same time. No, no, I was in a box with radioactive material. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was on the verge of death. Top cat. <laughs> Go on. So, you around your girlfriend's family's house. So my mum... the dude. My, oh, obviously, yeah. Um... My mum was having a chat with my girlfriend's next door neighbour, right? And they're both from Ireland. They're both. Yeah. Go on, what's. What? I'm just trying to follow it. Go on. Your, your mum was having a chat with your girlfriend's next door neighbour. Yeah. So the, so the, the yeah. woman who lives next to my, my girlfriend's parents. Right. She was having a chat with my mum, okay? It's complex. It's, it's getting not co- really. It is getting complex, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should shut up for a bit. And, uh, <laughs> I think you might be wasting a lot of your brain by talking all the way through it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not that complex, okay? You know, two houses next to each other. Is this Romeo and Juliet? No. Two houses, both alike in dignity. dignity. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> why? I wonder why the word you couldn't remember was the word dignity, Tom. <laughs> He's not a Deacon Blue fan. That's a deep cut. That is a deep reference. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd just start singing it. You've actually done progress, Clark. Yeah, uh, really. I, I had to stop myself. Set it up, 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 set it up. Yes, set, set it up again, set it up again, set it up again, set it up again. All right, Deacon Ricky Blue Ross, are not a cool band, are Back they? in your box. Back in your Schrodinger's no, cat not. box. Um, so they were, having a, they were having a chat, right? My mum and this, this woman, Pauline. And, uh, Pauline. They were... Oh, <laughs> go back. So, <laughs> so they were having a chat, and they were, because they're quite feisty Irish characters, the both of them, after a few drinks, they fist were... Fight. There was no fist fight, no. But they were getting quite sort of animated and aggressive towards each other. Oh, and, oh. Um, and at one point, uh, the Pauline said, Oh, Mary, you're a hypocrite. And my mum was like, I am many things, Pauline, but I am not a hypocrite. And like, it was that kind of, that kind wow. of thing. And then suddenly... She, uh, they, like, I can't remember whether it was Paulie or whether it was my mum, went, I know you. I know you from somewhere. It was my mum. It was my mum. Because she said, what did you used to do? What was your job? And she said, uh, I was a midwife. I worked at uh, Mason's Hill Hospital. I worked there up until it closed. And it was like, that's where Matthew was born. You. It was you. You're the woman who punched me in the leg. Now, it turns out <gasps> that, that my girlfriend's next-door neighbour is the midwife who delivered me. No! Right? And punched my mum in the leg when she, didn't, when she said she was too tired to breastfeed. What? She was too tired to breastfeed. So she put and, so the, uh, and so um, and then Pauline, Pauline punched <laughs> her in the leg and went, You're a mother now. You will feed your son. Punch in the leg. Wow. And this is a story I'd heard. It wasn't like it just made up story. This is a story I'd heard throughout my life. Wow. And suddenly, 
I've got a face to put to that uh, to that story, and it's my girlfriend's next door neighbour. Did you punch her in the leg? We, we, there was a lot, a lot of fists no, were flying Pauline after that. punched Matthew's mom in the leg, and Matthew immediately started breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who was uh, who was offering, anyone who's like even wearing a vaguely low cut top. Dog. Pavlov's dog. <laughs> I think Pavlov's dog and Schrodinger's cat would get on. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Me> thinks? <laughs> I love how you think that's an intelligent thing to say. If I was like 18, I'd write a sketch about that. No, I'm going to go home. Yeah, I was going to say. (laughs) You're writing it in your head right now. What if Schrodinger's cat bummed Pavlov's dog? (laughs) You do remember the format of this show. We talk about things, then write sketches about them. You have remembered the format (laughs) of this. Actually, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to stay here writing. It's going to feature in an unsuccessful banger. But that's that's an... there's your edit point. Um, <laughs> OK, Pavlov's dog and Schrodinger's cat. This is your third marriage guidance session. Pavlov's dog, why don't you start the discussion? Um, how are things at home? Are they improving? No! Woof! She still keeps on winding me up! Here's the latest. She's got a bell fitted into her collar. That was just a joke. Meow. I'm hungry all the bloody time. It's sweet. He drools every time he sees me. So your sex life is improving then? Oh, I wish. Woof. She's always got an excuse. Never mind I have a headache. She's always, I'm dead. Then when it suits us, she's alive again. I'm like, make up your bloody mind. Stop leaving me in limbo. Oh, don't you talk to me about being left in limbo. You try being simultaneously alive and dead at the same time and then talk to me about being in limbo. Anyway, I'm always playing second fiddle to your master. For the last time, he doesn't play a fiddle, he plays a bell. See how protective of him he is. One ring of the big bell and off he runs to Pavlov. I need to feel wanted. What? Wanted dead and alive. Oh, very funny. Yeah, it is funny, actually. Stop! Why don't you two both calm down? Oh, I'm afraid that sound means your time's up. No, that sound means you need to give me a sandwich. Woof. That was a real banger. But that's the, that's the incredible thing. I think... What a coincidence. Yeah, and what, what a that's, crazy that's coincidence. That's incredible. That, like, they haven't seen each other for 32 years... And it, it, it just, it's just... And it's, it's funny that there's natural animosity between the two. Yeah. They, it's like there's someone out and there... And it's like gonna that clearly must have been the point of recognition. Yeah, it's like, the, I've argued with you before. Yeah, I've argued with you before when I've been in a bit of a woozy state. Yeah. They were both, you know, both a little bit... Did your mum breastfeed you after she got punched in the leg? Yes. So you've got a lot to thank Pauline for there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, the fact that she delivered me as well is a pretty big, pretty big deal. Were you but, breastfed, uh, Clarko? I was. Were you? Mm. I don't think I was bottle fed. Oh, what do you mean? How 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 do you not know? Is is your mum keeping it a secret from you? No, no. I'm just. I think Beth bit, and so I had the bottle. My older sister's called Beth. She bit, so I had the bottle. Right. Really? Yeah. How hard did she bite? Tough break. I watched. We need to talk about Kevin the other day. Oh yeah. And it got me kind of thinking that maybe because Kevin did something in that film. He's like a psycho kid, isn't he, all the way through. Pretty much from the start. Yeah. He did something that I did when I was his age. What, committed a school massacre? I massacred <laughs> lots of kids with a bow and arrow. Of course. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, no, he, um, he, like, they say, this is your new baby sister, and he immediately flicks her with water and makes her cry. 
And my mum's told me that when Ed was brought home from the hospital, she was like, come on then, Tom, you can help bathe Ed in the bath. And she turned around to pick up some talcum powder. And while she turned around, you were I dushed a whole bunch of water into Ed's face and he started to cry. Mum saw it and I was like, mum, he started to cry and I don't know why. I was a poet. How? I didn't even know him. <laughs> How old were you? I was... 23 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I was like five or six. Five, maybe. Oh, that's, oh, that's old enough to know, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not like, you know, like a two or a three-year-old who did that. You'd be like, oh, it's just a natural kind of jealousy. So now I think maybe I'm a, I've got psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. Because that's inherent, isn't it? Have you, I've, I've never killed an... I'm, I don't think I've killed anyone's animals. Because that's how it wait, starts. Anyone, wait, not, say, anyone's animals. I thought you say, I never killed an animal, and you might sort of say, oh, I squashed an insect or, I, you know, what, a woodlouse or something. Yeah, I shot a dog. Yeah, but then, now you say someone's animals. Oh, yeah, someone that, that's what And also plural. Did you, did like, you kill Schrodinger's I've, I've cats? I've killed the occasional <laughs> friend's pet, but not... Oh, yeah, 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 you killed a few of my goldfish, didn't you? Did I? How? Oh, I... I drank, I gave them alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time every time I used to have a party when I was younger, um, every, well, every time my parents were away, yeah. a fish would die. And um, and I'd be like, I don't And my mum was like, you, are, you, are you feeding them? I was like, yeah, I'm definitely feeding them. Like, you you, you must be overfeeding them. Oh, my God. And how many, like, how and many goldfish did Tom kill? Every, was... every time I had a party, it turned out Tom was... Uh, was it just goldfish? It wasn't like koi carp? I've forgotten no, this. No, it was goldfish, yeah. Koi carp, carp that are slightly bashful. Koi. <laughs> oh god. Hey, am I a psychopath? Um, could be, couldn't I? I think you're just a bit overzealous sometimes, you know. I mean, I didn't mean to kill these fish. It was like a. I thought it was the cool thing to do. Like, hey, hey, check it out. It's like Animal House, isn't it? But where the animals, uh, you have been know, <laughs> when the animals are actual animals. So. Were you doing it to impress people? You were like, I don't Can't... know. I was drunk. Were I don't like, know either. Didn't, I, I didn't know. What, what, I think I continued to do it. What alcohol, did you, what alcohol did you put? Uh, was it like just a bit of beer? Or were you yeah, it, like it was vodka? like, yeah, let's yeah. give the fish a drink. Like, you, you know, like you see on those kind of programmes on like, you know, when, when people are loutish. Is that a show on Channel 5? When, <laughs> when people, people are loutish. Hi, I'm Nick Knowles. Join me tonight at 7 for When People Are Loutish. Tonight on the show, talking too loudly versus playing music through your phone. What's the least acceptable bus-based behaviour? I'll be talking to the founder of Fight Loutism with Loutism, or Fluel, about the controversial belief that rolling down your car window and shouting bummer at a stranger could stop them dropping litter. I'll be asking, if a lout starts to become an oaf, does that make them a loaf? And finally, are you living with a lout? Smoking in the house, talking with their mouthful, burping openly, picking their nose. I'll be interviewing my wife and ask her to stop doing all those things. Tonight at seven on five. Yeah. No, no I, I, I don't think you are a psychopath. That's a relief. Because I think that doesn't seem, t- that's not too premeditated. What's a sociopath? Someone who hasn't got any, underst- who can't uh, empathise with people. Yeah. Who can't. You can't imagine how another person would be feeling. If you're if you're rude to someone and you don't think you, you can't picture the consequences of that, then that's sort or, of or how behavior. that's going to make the other person feel. Yes, it's, exactly. Oh, I'd hate to be one of those. You pair of massive dickheads. It's, you, but no, you won't no, no, be like angry with it. You just, <laughs> oh, right. you just say it kind of flippant, like. You'd All be right like, then, you pair of massive dickheads. Which just sounds like you. 
Okay. So I, I say a lot of sociopaths are very successful. <gasps> Hang on. Like top top businessmen and stuff. Well, then we're because, we're because they not have sociopaths. <laughs> they have that kind of ruthless edge where they don't really care about. Um, don't care about how like they screw people over or anything like that. They can be quite. So what are the type of they paths? They can go are one they? or two ways. <laughs> well, the, the path t- goes two ways. And I took the road less travelled. So you're saying a sociopath, osteopath, <laughs> psychopath, psychopath. Got. Let's play the path game. Ready? Starts with me. Sociopath, psychopath, garden path, big path. No. <laughs> oh, I panicked. You panicked. I was going to say garden path. <laughs> what else is there? Um... What are the what are the paths? Are, <laughs> that was a nipple tweak, by the way. Sociopath and psychopath are kind of to do with the mind, aren't they? Osteopath is to do with uh, the back, the back, the mind, the back, other parts of the body. Hand path, <laughs> <laughs> belly path, Be- belly path. That's just your snail trail, isn't it? Oh, very path. nice. Um, the old the old <laughs> gateway to heaven. No, hang on. What is pathologist. It? The stairway pathologist. What's it called? The stairway to heaven. Is that right? The, the the golden ladder. What do you call the thing? Is that no, what the, the, the is? Are you the naming Philip Pullman books? <laughs> <laughs> heaven is in your belly button. That's a beautiful reference. <laughs> heaven is in your belly button by Ben Clark. That could be like a self help book. <laughs> I'd he- probably buy heaven it. is a half pipe. Self help books for sociopaths. Did you go for heaven is a half pipe? <laughs> If have you been, yeah, we, we remember the song. Have you been listening to like now thirty one or something? <laughs> what about heaven is a brown pipe? <laughs> if you follow the trail down enough. <laughs> no. Oh God, some. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Clark. He likes it. You are a psychopath. I don't like it. I love slowly, word though. by word. <laughs> ah, I just like the bangers, not the mash. Heaven is in your belly button by Ben Clark, BTEC. Chapter two: The Road to Recovery. Now that you've found your belly button, it's time to apply your problem. Then you will find out how putting your problem into your belly button can be the key to your inner fulfilment and ultimately your road to recovery. Step 1. Putting your problem in your belly button. People who have read my previous work, Swallowing Your Pride, will know I don't dabble in metaphors. So the first step is to measure your belly button. Now, if your problem is another person, for example a work colleague, you should get their consent before continuing. You should also read through to the end of the next section, step two, A&E and TLC. Um, This was my thought on the way to uh, the old coffee shop this morning, was I like, I think... The English language is lacking slightly what the French have got, where they automatically give people male and female. Like, they're not. No, we give, we give people. <laughs> 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 they do it automatically, though. Like, <laughs> you don't have to register. Could you imagine that? Can you imagine if people. Like, imagine if you got to five or and like, you chose. And you chose. That'd be a bit fairer, wouldn't it? Really? Well, people like you know, you've had a kind of, bit of time. Kind of yes and no. It in would fact, be a bit you fairer. Could, you could get to like, you could have, like maybe get to twelve and then make a decision. Or you, yeah, if you could change. But I think that, be a good that does happen, fight. doesn't it? Because there are there's a, there was a kid recently who is was born a boy and has the the, the local council uh, sort of the local educational authority has agreed that he can be treated as a girl 
uh, and he's, he's he's only like seven or eight, I think. He's got uh, gender body dysmorphia. Is that the? Well, anyway, so you, you, that 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 does happen. The thing is, though, it's not a choice that most people make, yeah, is it? No, it's a. But what, I, what I'm talking about is like you're born like an action man. And with, then you with, get to 12 and you, like, pop a button and boom. Tap. No, I needed my genitals before 12. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, You're yeah. going to be really backed up. I was talking about 12 <laughs> midday. Yeah, yeah, I need my genitals before midday. <laughs> get me those genitals before midday. <laughs> I've got a very important business meeting and I want to impress them with my presentation. <laughs> I'm sure the boss is a sociopath. <laughs> um, but they give objects... Masculine and fem- feminine, don't they? Yes, so, yes. So you have a male and female thing. Yes. And I think that's... Uh, that The English language lacks that. I don't I don't see the point in it. Well, I was thinking, right... Yeah, what this, is the purpose of it? Because I don't know what the purpose of it is Well, this is, is how I started thinking French. about it. I was thinking a sellotape... I don't know why. I was thinking about a sellotape, right? Yeah. And I was thinking sellotape's a girl, isn't it? And gaffer tape is the daddy, Right. That's, that's how I started thinking about it. And I was like, in France, they'd have names for that. You this watch... is like Ray Winston. <laughs> which, one's the, which one's the daddy of all crisps? Well, no, but like, so like, and I saw... I'm going to that... go beat you up. Isn't I'm that... going down Wix to find out which is the, the daddy of all tape. Duct tape, fuck off. <laughs> duct tape could be... Du- I'd duct watch that programme. Duct tape's a I think I'd watch that programme. Masking tape. Masking tape's a female. Yeah, but I, I think you... Electric did... tape. Male. Oh, okay. Okay. Why is masking tape a female? Um, the one you can like, there's the papery white one that yeah. you can rip. I don't know, it's just got feminine qualities to it. It's papery white. It. What? What? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so sellotape, masking tape, female, gaffer tape, electric tape, duct tape, male. Right. Right? Okay. Um, r- r- ribbon, female. Okay, but yeah, but then you sort of just list, it's a bit like saying. Um, well, no, hang on. This will shock Dress. Female. No, this will shock you. This will shock you. Barbed wire, female. Is barbed wire female in in um, in, in French? France. Yeah. Is barbed wire female in France? That sounds like a philosophical book that I'd write. It would be absolute nonsense. Yeah. No. It's 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 a genuine question. Though. Do you know if bar- if um, no, I don't. Libab. So wait, hang why, why so do wait, you think barbed so wire It might have something to do with the Bob Anderson movie, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said, this will shock you, this will shock you, barbed wire, female. Yeah. You were just saying, this will shock you, this will shock you, here's In the thing I've opinion. just made up. Yeah. Thank you for joining us at today's book launch. Here to read from his new book, Is Barbed Wire Female in French? Philosopher Tom Paris. Welcome, Tom. <clears throat> Does a crab talk sideways? If a child skims a stone, can he also skim milk? Can a man called Neil... Neil? Um, I don't know, Mr. Parry. Can you just read from your new book now, please? Oh, yes. Sorry. Is barbed wire female in France? Well, I looked it up in a French dictionary and no. No. It's actually male. Fin. Fin. Fam. Oh, are you? Thanks. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The the rest of the book's uh, pictures. Uh, join the dots. 
And it makes a barbed wire fence. Fin. So. That was a real banger. Like, th- this was the question I was going to ask, right? Okay. Brown sauce and ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup. Oh, no, no, no. no I'm not asking. It's not a choice. Right, right. Okay. He's not going to buy you a fry-up. I haven't got a sachet in each pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's unusual for you because you usually carry around sachet. I bet sachet's a French word. French word. <laughs> Sachet. Um, so sachets would be gross, wouldn't it? No one would ever have a sachet of brown sauce. Have you got a sachet of brown sauce, please? So, uh, so anyway, go on. Yeah, carry did you on grow? Up, have we done the odd words that you don't understand, like hyperbolic and hyper, like hyperbole. hyperbole? I used hyperbole for years. Like that's a real hyperbole. I used wow. the word dearth to mean the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. As oh. in a rare amount of things. Dearth means there's not a lot, and I used to mean it like, oh, there's a real dearth at the moment. A real dearth. There's loads of them. It's almost too much of a dearth. My mum called... (laughs) I I, I forgot what it was, but she called me up on... I I had something mixed up the other day. (laughs) That's a a great (laughs) anecdote. That is your worst (laughs) ever anecdote. I'll tell you what, my my mum... I can't remember what it was, but she was... I started it thinking I'd be able to remember the word, and then I realised I couldn't. Oh, dear. Mm. Man, Jack... Your mum pulled you up on something you got mixed up on the other day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think your mum's on the phone right now, actually, after that anecdote. Um, so, yeah, ketchup's the female and brown sauce is the male. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> what, why do you think this? That's just the way it is, isn't it? What do you, no, no, isn't no, it? No, but your... Ketchup's not the daddy. Brown sauce is the... Ah, uh, but I think you're coming at it saying it's the daddy. Yeah, and the mummy is the ketchup. Yeah, but they don't necessarily... What about Daddy's does both ketchup and brown sauce. Well, yeah, that's a different matter, though. But you're, you're suggesting that... Um, when they're sat next to each other on the table... You're pairing things up as mummy and daddy. Yeah. What about things that are just independent male wire, or independent female? And female? <laughs> Barbed wire female. And I know you're pretty shocked by that, but I've said it. I'm not that shocked no. by it. Because okay, you're making nonsense. it up. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to give you a word. You tell me whether it's masculine or feminine. OK, okay, right, okay. we'll discuss it. What about a tent? Um, it's a female. It's getting cider. It's raining. Oh, not crude. Not crude. Womb like. Yeah, I'll That's give you yeah. womb like. Um, but she, she lasted the night. That's what you'd say if you got it in the morning. She's a sturdy beast. That one. That's how you talk about women. Uh, no, She's no, a no, sturdy no, beast. Women. I'm talking about tents. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you're... <laughs> she lasted the night. <laughs> yeah, but no, but you're. I've been getting out of bed after one night stand and looking at her. Well, <laughs> she lasted the night. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, you know, that, so yeah, I think no, but, tense... but your argument, Tom, do you not he- hear yourself? Your argument is, well, she's clearly female. She's a sturdy beast. She lasted the night. <laughs> no, no, like, uh, yeah, okay, that's okay. not. There's no. Not... Okay, what about you? Could equally say she's got he's a sturdy rooms. beast. He lasted the night, and the yeah, sentence no, was still makes sense. sense. For a tent, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I said that was a... not sure the sentence makes that much sense either. He's way. a sturdy beast. He <laughs> lasted okay. the night. Okay, you, you don't have to use it in that way. You can that. Just say, okay, like just to be more specific about tents. She's got three bedrooms in a space you can cook. Like, if you talk about tents, it doesn't have to apply to a woman as well. A tent has three bedrooms. <laughs> we can do. Have you seen some of the tents? Oh, I tell you what, we used oh. to have a, we used to have a tent like that, like a house. We used to have to put it in like a trailer to get it 
to the campsite. Oh my god! It had two bedrooms and a kitchen no, we, and a sitting room. We talk about three bedrooms, dude. Yeah, all right. Well, you could use the sitting room as a third bedroom. That's true. But in the what? night, sleeping in the sitting room. You in are a wounder. You would. Yeah, I, I always used to get disorientated in a tent and end up like sleeping because there was four of us in the uh, in the bedroom. I'd always wake up and I was sleeping along everyone's feet, and I'd start shouting at everyone to get out of my bed. <laughs> get out of my bed! You must have been a joy to go on holiday with. <laughs> Don't know how. Crushing their get, ankles. Yeah. And and it, when we, we used to stay up and like laugh and kind of muck around and my parents used to get angry and they'd come <laughs> they'd come through and they'd shout at us and they'd come through, unzip the the uh the doorway and just slap into the slap into the room. Whoever was closest to the door. Whoever was closest to the door. So you're always like trying. Yeah. Well, that was it. It was always a battle because you knew if you were closest to the door, you'd get the smack. Is that why uh, you were making so much noise? Because you were sort of trying to get away from, (laughs) you're all trying to move around, trying to get away from the door. This has turned into a boy called it. No. no, come on! Just open the door and slap indiscriminately. Oh, come on! Just no, you can't do that nowadays. No, you can't. But did, a little smack on the legs is not. It's, you know, it's hard. Boy yeah. called it where they go down to the sand pit and they find a little boy in the sand pit and he, he grants them wishes. <laughs> yeah, that's like the Sammy ad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of the right thing. Uh, Five children, right. a boy called it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they stay, they stay in. They live in a tent. <laughs> um, so, uh, what about a? Um, let me. Th- I'm just trying to think of things that I can't even. Uh, <laughs> what about a cup? A cup some cups female, right? I, d- I think you've just got this kind of like. If I think if I'm right, a, that's the problem. I think I've just put on this thing where I'm right. If it holds something, it's female. So don't like. So what's a pencil? Pencils, male. Yeah, yeah see, see okay. I don't think, you're, I think <laughs> your, your system is quite as sophisticated as you think it might be. Uh, what's a pencil sharpener? <laughs> time? Oh, see, no, 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 no. Right, what, what about what about what? a telephone? A telephone. See, there we go. That's a good you don't put one. anything good. in it. Yeah. yeah, good. Well, well done. Thanks. Yeah. In all fairness, there's a telephone right there. That's literally as far as <laughs> I looked at the telephone and went, "Oh, I'm going to say telephone." Okay, telephone is. What about a microphone? Sorry, telephone's female. Why? Le téléphone. No, 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 that's not. <laughs> La téléphone. Yeah, and also le is male, isn't it? La téléphone. Yeah, yeah, no, basically you're saying anything said in a French accent is female. No, it's, it's feminine. A telephone How is, is it feminine? Female. No, you're just using a, you're using a oh, different talks. word. It listens, it talks. So yeah, does it everyone, so does... apart from you. You <laughs> no, just no, talk. No, just talk. Well, you know, I think there's you're, something you're in a, you're What about a, a speaker? Fan? A fan is female. A fan as in... A fan? Doesn't hold anything. Wait, do you mean a fan that you would fan yourself with or an yeah. electric fan? Both. All fans are female. Certainly, if you're talking about One Direction. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> no, yes, probably. I don't know. It's <laughs> not bad, that isn't. You love it. love it how you hug me when you say stuff like that. There was a real look of panic in your eyes when you got to the words <laughs> One Direction. I was trying to think about... What, Quick, who's, think who's of a called? recent boy band. Don't say Brother Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Bros. What have you um, have you, have you, do you own a tent, old Crosby? Uh, yes, I've got the part of the pop-up tent. That ah, has you're caused, a pop-up tent man, aren't that you? That's caused a tremendous amount of uh, problems. There's no, I, I, I despair of people in this world who... Oh, now, hold on. I know where this is going. Go on. You buy despair. pop-up tents. And leave yes. them. Use them once and leave them. In what kind but of you, a world? Oh, hold on, hold on. Because you, you know that Matthew did that. No, and I, you packed no, up his tent. 
you, yeah, I, I, I was going to because I, they, I was going to put it in for recycling because at Latitude, they, they recycle the tents, right? And they say, if you leave your tent, we will pick them up and we will recycle them. There's a project for that. So I thought, fine, I can't pack this tent up. I'll leave it here. It'll get oh, recycled. They're really difficult. And then uh, you, you help me to reassemble, to, to twist it around because that's the toughest thing. They pop up. You can set them up, which is great. But actually, in all fairness, it doesn't, I don't really mind a tent that takes half an hour to set up. What you do mind is waking up three days later insanely hungover. Yeah. By the way, I am, I am going to bed and waking up within these three days. I don't, just, <laughs> I don't set up a tent. Just going, going, I'm going into this tent. I don't, I don't care what happens. Don't come in. I'm not going Cross to breeze. I'm not going Cross to breeze. Cross hibernating you. again. Yeah. Just, bring the, just, bo- just clinking of bottles and... <laughs> I'm in a woman. (laughs) (laughs) This tent is female. Here at Happy Break Holidays, we are committed to ensuring you have the happiest break you can. So let's just take a few details, sir, and see if we can't find you the holiday of your dreams. Is it for you and your partner? No, I'm uh, not taking her. I just want to get away from her, if I'm honest. And how long do you want to go away for? Not bothered. Two weeks, maybe more. Somewhere warm? Not warm. Oh, I hate the heat. Not a beach holiday or anything like that. Okay, no beach holiday. That's fine. Uh, What about nightlife? Is that something you're interested in? Nightlife? I'd rather be sick. Sightseeing? What? Go to museums? Old buildings? Stuff like that? Sounds boring. Physical activities? Kayaking? Biking? Extreme sports? Oh, God, no. No, thank you. In fact, I don't even really want to travel if I can avoid it. I see. Well, I think I've found the perfect holiday for you, sir. Oh, yeah? Yes, three months hibernation. Hibernation? How does that work? Well, you see that box over there? The one full of straw? That's the one. If you'd like to just step into that. Okay. Yes, just bed down there. Oh, very comfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is lovely. Yes, it is, isn't it, sir? Yes, I'll just tape this box shut and you you just drift off to sleep. We'll wake (laughs) you in three months or so. Oh. There you go. Oh, this is perfect. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Sound asleep. Carl? What is it, Gillian? Got another bloke who hates holidays. He's in the box. Do you want me to... Um... Yeah, just drop him down the rubbish chute with the others. Will do. Miserable bastard. That night, I had a wonderful dream. That I had a big, massive pair of shoulders. Okay, great. Good, good stuff, Tom. <laughs> Good, strong stuff. Really wrong with that. Good, strong stuff, because... <laughs> don't try and make up the fact you wrote no punchlines for your sketches by trumping over the punchline of mine. Tents are awful for the, the morning in a tent. Grimbo. You know yeah. when you wake up and you're hungover when... and you're horny and it's <laughs> boiling hot? Do you know what I mean? Be one of, it'll be one of two things. You'll either be freezing... Absolutely freezing. At night. Absolutely boiling. Freezing at night. You go home, you're shaking in your tent, you're drunk, you're horny, you're cold. (laughs) You put on three jumpers. You wake (laughs) up in the morning... You're in every, boiling. In every situation, you're, you're, know, it. you're horny. Well, it's, it's really funny how, how, like, our use of tents is clearly at festivals. So it's always, like, hungry, drunk, and, and horny. We don't go on camping holidays. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and this is true. Tom, Tom does have a particularly raging... Well, we were... <laughs> latitude, latitude a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> um, we were camping with our, our good friend, uh, Holly Walsh. Yes. And uh, we, we got up, uh, saw Tom, 
sort of saw Tom's tent sort of bustling away. <laughs> and he stepped out and he goes, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. It just won't go down. Look at it. <laughs> Myself and Holly are sitting there trying to eat our bacon sandwiches. While Tom is walking around with a huge lob on, just going, like, look at it as if I it thought you were talking about the tent. No, 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 no. <laughs> look, look, walking around as if it doesn't belong to him, as if he's like, well, I don't know. Felt like it did. not know where this has come from. <laughs> don't know where this has come from, folks. Oh, I mean, tents, had, tents had, do it to me. He had pants on, but it was almost worse seeing them in a tight <laughs> pair of pants. <laughs> lob on's a masculine word, isn't it? Well, Lobon is describing a masculine... Uh, <laughs> penis is masculine, vagina is feminine. No. I'm going to shock you. <laughs> You're going to shock me and my Lobon. Um, I had, a, I had a, the other day, I've just moved into a new place and there's windows everywhere and okay. I was on the way to the shower. You told, you told me this story yesterday. And <laughs> well, I'm telling tell dear it, listener. Tell it I'll, again and I'll tell you the detail you need to leave out I've of the story. I've got another funny... Yeah, I was on the way to the shower, dear listener, and uh, little did I know that there was a builder in a JCB... <laughs> in your just, front room. Just the right height. To look through my window, it's... I'm halfway to the kettle with a lob on to Kingdom Come. Yeah. We make, we lock eyes, we make eye contact. Wait, which eye does he look at? <laughs> I'm naked in my own front You know, room. this is a very different Nisloppy song. Isn't it? <laughs> the Holy Trinity. He goes for Deacon Blue, Boom. early doors. He goes for, what is it, o- opiate, heaven as a half pint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, slam. And then he comes in with Nisloppy. Yep. Niz Loppy. What next? The junior senior reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Niz Loppy. Clarky, you've really gone for it. You've really gone for uh, it. But yes, it feels when good. you tell that story, because it's the, the second time in two days you've told that story to I me. can't stop telling people. You don't need to mention the fact you had an erection. In, well, I, you I, just say you're naked. No, but there's no, you're more naked if you're erect, aren't I you? I felt. Right. Right? I, I felt uncomfortable the fact that it was just you and I in your flat. You were in the very location the story had happened, and you were describing having an erection. I wasn't showing you my erection. <laughs> no, in all fairness, I then showed you a load of nude <laughs> pictures of me accidentally. Um, um, <laughs> I was going through my holiday snaps with with Parry. Look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Oh, don't look at that! Don't look at that! Don't look at that! There were so many naked pictures. Of I had a very relaxed holiday. When Listen, you're... if you go on holiday on your own, you've got to make your own entertainment. <laughs> naked, right? There's different levels of naked, isn't there? There's like. There's, like, naked... What's the difference between naked and nude? I think... I, I like nude as a word. Just it sounds so much ruder. Yeah. It's well, a, it suggests, nude like, a rosy bottom, more, doesn't it? Yeah. Nude sounds a bit more cheeky and, like, a bit sexier, whereas naked sounds, like, stark and yeah. kind of uncomfortable. I was, I was stripped naked. I was nude. I was <laughs> nude. And yeah. yeah. It's nice, actually, isn't it? I love being nude. Hate being naked. Very exposed. Love being nude. 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 Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So anyway, go. What the di- different t- different types of naked? If you're flaccid and you're relaxed. If you're wearing socks, socks is awkward. If you're wearing socks, you've probably been caught. I tell you what. what is I've the, probably what, been caught. I tell you what's the most. I tell you what's the most awkward thing to wear. Tops, no bottoms. Oh, you know, yeah. like when you're getting ready for bed and you just you just got a t-shirt on and no bottoms, and, and then like someone someone else walks in. It would be my girlfriend, not <laughs> not someone else, not a builder. But someone else walks in and you suddenly feel like. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing sexy about tops, no bottom. <laughs> but if you're, if you're, I always tell a story. <laughs> pop, a, pop a cassette in my belly. I've got a story to tell. Come and sit down and let me tell you a story. Mom, Teddy Ruxpin's in my room. Get out. <laughs> Keeps talking to me. 
Um, if you're flaccid... Yes. ...and nude... Which I am at the moment. That's, that's <laughs> how we record, isn't yeah, it? Exactly, yeah. Like, turgid in front of an audience is awkward, isn't well, it? Well, you hang on a second. Like, well, you know, you're in front you, of people. That you did like a nude... More than one person. You did a life drawing class, didn't you? Yeah, I was a model for a life drawing class. Oh, did you? Was, did you was there any the point fear, a stir? Like, a stirring? A simmering? There was, like, a... There was a waft of... There was, like, the suggestion of... Well, it was always a waft. You and There was, like, the suggestion of it, and then it kind of went away. Right. Like you thought so, about but, it. So you're saying turgid in front of an audience. How often does this happen? Well, no, but like, you know, being, like, being erect. Oh, oh dear. dear. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Colin's just shown me a picture. Did you draw this, Colin? <laughs> Tom texted it to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sent it to many people. In fact, can we make this the... Um... <laughs> well, Colin said, can you send us a picture for the PBAM site? So yeah, I this, is, this is going to be the picture for this, uh, this uh, episode of PBAM. It, please. I can't believe the position you're in. <laughs> Arms behind your head, legs wide open. Think, uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's a very, that's my favourite one. That's a shocker. That's Look my at favourite that. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's all natural, isn't it? It's all natural, Wait, dear listener. So let me just... When on earth, I listened to a radio phone-in yesterday. I don't want to get all kind of, uh, like, Jeremy Viney on this. But, um... Someone rang in and said, people breastfeeding in public, disgrace, it's disgusting. They should hide it away. And I thought, what... How on earth did we reach this point? People call it civilization, where people are ashamed by the sight of nudity. Okay. It's the most natural. Can we've I, taken the most I'm natural thing the in the world of my own and made it unnatural. The Can fact I, that we've got a nation of people. Uh, I should be like Gokwan and go out Tom. and do Chinese <laughs> cooking now. <laughs> Tom, can I just stop you for one second, right? Now... This is all fine. This would all be fine, Tom. I, th- I completely agree with you. Yes, a woman breastfeeding in public is absolutely acceptable. Yeah. 100% acceptable. Well. Uh, you, that's right. not why they do it. <laughs> the problem is, what they're trying to clamp down on is people like you wandering around a campsite with a lob on saying, what am I going to do about this, ladies? <laughs> no, no. <but> it's <laughs> that all, is not acceptable. It, it is, though, isn't it? It's all. No. It's how we are. Going up to a girl. <sighs> in a state a girl, of arousal, that, that, that can make people feel... Uh, very rightly, very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. If you I do. To, if you go up to a girl you, eating a bacon sandwich do. and say, you know what I'm going to do about this? <laughs> that is, no matter what the intent is, it comes across... Even if you're eating the bacon sandwich, it's still bad. When we went camping recently, when you were... We went, Matthew's been on holiday, Ben and I went camping. Oh, no. Is this a funny story at my expense? No, no, no. no it's a funny story at my expense. You enjoyed it. You were there. I forgot my towel, right? So me and Ben said... We're How going convenient. To, I said, we're going to the town and I'll buy a towel. I didn't want to spend too much money on a towel because I just thought I'd use it for a couple of days and then throw it away. So I went to this shop and it had what towels. What kind of a world are we live in where people throw away towels? Ah, oh, you know. Like, like, you can't buy a towel and keep it. Like, oh, that'd be good. I'll take that home. Well, I just thought, I've house. got lots of towels. I've got, I'm, I'm like, I, in fact, I you use towels. You, yeah, you do, but you, you I, I could... I could quite happily go to your place and throw away half of your towels yeah, for good reasons. Some of my yeah. towels have good memories, you know, like, it's yeah, like, good it's memories like an old friend. Smudged all over them. <laughs> <laughs> so I went into, the, into town and found this shop, and there was like small towels for like seven quid, and then there was like a nice strong towel, like small strong towel for like five quid. I was like, that's the one for me. It's small, <laughs> it's strong. So I picked it up. I got to the counter and said, I'll just have this, please. Um, oh, I'm here camping and I forgot my towel. And uh, she said, uh, that's a bath mat. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I know, I know. 
I'd like the bath mat, please. And she said, are you sure? And something in my head went like, proud don't bath that. <laughs> yeah. proud I can't believe the shop because he was giggling. So she was like, we've got towels. They're like, seven quid. They're only a few quid more. And I was like, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just take the bath mat, please. She said, uh, you sure you don't want to tell? No, 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 just the bath mat. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was a bath mat. And I bought a bath mat. So we had to go to the local le- leisure centre to shower. And there was Tom trying himself with the bath mat. <laughs> Pride. You, are, you will not back down, will you? I just didn't back down. I don't know why. But the thing is, he, he, uh, it, it's pride... At the expense of your own pride, because then it means you later have to use a bath mat. Hey, pride listen. comes before a fall. Took, or toweling yourself down with a bloody bath mat. <laughs> hey, I took that bath mat and she was good to me. She was a good bath mat. <laughs> Amen, brother. Bath mat's feminine, isn't it? No. no. Even though it's called mat. <laughs> <laughs> bath mat? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Happy's Bangers and Mash or PBAM 19 was improvised, written, and performed by Tom Perry. Grey boxer shorts. Oh, Ben Clark. He's checking. Black boxer briefs. And Matthew Crosby, commando. Oh, Oi! on a hot day as well. Oh, <laughs> dear. Was, no one needs it that. was produced by Colin Anderson, who's put his dick in a radio. <laughs> if you'd like to leave us a nice review on iTunes, please do so. Five stars ought to do it. You can also follow Pappies through Twitter, <laughs> Tumblr and Facebook or find out about our upcoming gigs at pappiescomedy.com. And by the way, we're up at the Edinburgh Festival this year, so please check our website for more details about that. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Bye. Are you happy with... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're keeping all of that. You put your dick in a radio, mate. The thing is, Colin, we wouldn't say it if you it hadn't was, done it. It wasn't true. If you hadn't sent yeah, us those pictures. 